Coffee with Clarissa on Money FM 89.3. Good afternoon. It is Clarissa Montero. Coffee with me today is an unprecedented production, I have to say. I've never had so many assistant producers and producers and we're hangers assistants. on social media managers no, usually it's just Rian and I in the studio but I, we've we've adopted three other people in the studio who apparently are cat lovers along with Vanessa and Eileen from Cat Welfare Society good afternoon Hi. ladies Hi. thanks for having us oh it is my pleasure and and thank you for bringing such adorable babies tell us more about them so um, Atlas and Sesame were rescued from a hoarder home. Mm-hmm. Um, they were found, you know, really fluey and malnourished, as can be expected in a hoarder situation. But, you know, they have not let it stop them at all. They're curious, as you can see. They are, you know, having lots of fun. I mean, I think Sesame is taking a nap right now, but it's probably time for <laughs> a nap. That, is that Atlas on the Atlas is on my bum. <laughs> I know that sounds terrible, but he decided was to crawling climb all over the shoulder. Yeah, it's the wonderful thing about cats is that they're so resilient. Yes, you know? they are. Yeah. Do you find that cats are actually very misunderstood? Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think with the notion of pets, a lot of people think that, oh, I want to get a dog. That's loyalty, you know. That's going to be my everyday companion. He's going to be so happy to see me every time I get home and all of that. And it's true. But I I like that with cats, personally. I like that you sort of have to have time for that friendship to grow, for mm-hmm. that bond to grow. And it means so much when they finally come to you and they've chosen you as their special human. So that That's like that. the key right there. Cats choose you. You don't mm-hmm. Choose them. Absolutely. I, I I feel like I've been chosen. Oh. <laughs> like this. Kittens choose everybody. <laughs> <laughs> oh hey. Oh. Oh. I could have brought him home today, you know. Uh, oh no. <laughs> well, I'd like okay. to say, if I may though, mm. I think cats display their affection. In their way. It's in just that we way. seem to be right. so used to how dogs do it with the tongue hanging out and yep. the jumping yeah. all over yep. you. Cats may not do that, but it doesn't mean they don't have affection for you. Yeah, exactly. Right. So it may be slightly irritating when I get home <laughs> and my cat yells at me, but that's her way of showing, where have you been? Yeah. I've wanted to be with you all day and you've been out. It's such so a great feeling. It's a different you know, when they come way walking towards you with their tails high in the air. That, that's a happy tale. Yeah. You know, that's, that's a, a happy tale. That's a thank goodness you're home, mom. It's about time. Now feed me. Now feed me. There's <laughs> <laughs> the magic words. Now feed me. You know, um, I have had dogs all my life, mm-hmm. and my father was not a big cat fan. Mm. Um, and as a teenager, I rescued a seven-month-old. He was. A long gang cat, you know, an adorable little long gang cat, just like this one, <laughs> who um, had been rescued with his sister. But somebody had wanted to adopt the sister because she was very pretty, right? And my little fella was not so pretty, you know, oh, he had right. a snarly little tail, oh. and he had, you know, he he had a an unfriendly face, was what I was told. Right. And so I adopted it, and I brought him home, and I named him Darcy, Darcy, <laughs> Darcy, and Darcy's first trick. In the house was, as a seven-month-old, he managed to jump up on my dad's uh, trophy case. My dad played golf very seriously as an amateur competitor. And his latest um, trophy was a beautiful crystal trophy. Oh, dear. Seven-month-old oh. Darcy knocks it over and it shatters to a million oh, pieces. Oh, no. And I'm thinking, oh, my God, my, dog, <laughs> my dad's going to kill this cat. And yet, I had to go away for school after that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when I came my, after my first holiday back or during my first holiday back, dad and Darcy were like, you know, I, I'd pick Darcy up and take him, walk towards my room. And dad's go, where are you going with my cat? 
<laughs> oh, so in the six months that I'd been away, these two had bonded. Oh, and it was amazing, you know. It and this was a man who really, really hated cats because he thought they 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 weren't pets. They were they were thieves. They were whatever. You they know, only so, come to you for food. That kind of stuff. Yeah, he yeah. he was convinced, like many people are, that cats are not good pets and mm-hmm. and they're just in it for themselves. Right. And I think that's a huge misconception about cats. People who might actually be great pet mommies or pet daddies to yeah. cats don't actually discover that because they never get past those misconceptions. Yeah, yep. I think there's nothing that really prepares you for that moment when you bring a cat home and you realize that, okay, now it's on me, you know, mm-hmm. and now I'm going to have to figure out how to be a pet parent or a parent, as we call it. Um, and, and you know, finding your, your sea legs, your cat legs, and, mm-hmm. and becoming an owner and finding out what works for that relationship with your cat. Each cat is different, and they all have such distinct personalities, which I think really, you know, it's it's a wonderful thing that you have that bond with this pet, with this pet cat that nobody else has. I would say, though, get some advice if you're going to be a mm. first-time cat uh, Porrent. Porrent. <laughs> get, get, get some advice because you really don't know what you can expect. You think you love them and mm-hmm. you do love them, but you don't know the ins and outs, the everydays, mm-hmm. and maybe get some advice. Yeah, like a common misconception is that um, cats uh, drink milk, which is oh. actually not true because not true. once they're weaned from their mama's milk, they drink water mm-hmm. and a lot of them are lactose intolerant. She's being she's been pawed right now. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have got My little Atlas. baby claws in me. <laughs> Okay, so what is the Cat Welfare Society doing to break some of those old mis- misconceptions, to get the message out that cats can be great, but also the, the message of responsible cat ownership? Eileen? Well, I mean, we've been around since 1999. Uh, we've been around since 1999, and I think um, with sterilization, we've really brought the uh, culling rates down. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've also kept the stray cat numbers controlled. Um, and I think through education, we we really <laughs> we really have. Uh, I'm sorry, I wasn't laughing at you. No it was the mew that just went yeah. by you. <laughs> well, yeah, with uh, education, I think we've really uh, been able to uh, let people know more about cats. I mean, I myself was not a cat lover really? before joining cat welfare. Mm-hmm. Um, truth be told, I didn't like cats at all. Uh, but seriously, they do have a way of worming their way into your they hearts. They do. Um, and if more people could see that, you know, uh, to see beyond, you know, oh, they scratch things, they have sleety eyes, they look evil. They soil places yeah, everywhere. Yeah, or, or they, they, they uh, embarch onto your space mm-hmm. and pee and poo. I mean, they're actually really lovable creatures. Yeah. They are lovable yeah. creatures. Yes, they are. And th- I actually know a lot of my friends who became first-time pet poor parents mm-hmm. um, who then say they have so many characteristics of a dog. They come when they're called. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They will actually try to do tricks for you. They'll try to be cute <laughs> when it's appropriate, which means they want to be fed. But, yeah. you know, dogs do the same thing, right? They do. They do. So how do we, how do we let more and more people... Like, one of the, the problems that perhaps happens in, in a situation where there are neighbours who don't like cats mm. and your cat does get out every once in a while, yeah. how, do, how do you be a more responsible, responsible cat owner? Right. Well, Cat Welfare Society, one of our major tenets is also mediation. So what we do is that we mediate with town councils and residents and feedback providers What's happening? Oh, 
And this is a serious conversation, guys. <laughs> so um, what, what, that's what CWS do. We mm-hmm. go to you know, different housing estates and we resolve disputes in, right. in a way that doesn't jeopardize the safety of the cat. So I think you know, for, for us to be responsible uh, pet owners, whether or not you have a cat, whether or not you have a dog or a guinea pig or you know, any sort of animal is to keep your, your pets indoors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Meshing is one of the, those things that we, we strongly, strongly advocate and encourage, especially when you have teeny tiny kittens like Atlas and yes. Sesame. They're curious about everything. Yeah. They're going to see a bird at the window and they might yeah. fall out you know, because they don't have that life experience just yet. Sure. Um, so meshing is definitely one thing and sterilization is, is another big thing that we absolutely encourage people to do yes. because it prevents a lot of problems. Roaming, for instance, when a cat is in heat, they want to get out. Mm-hmm. When a, when they smell, you know, for a male cat, when they smell a female in heat outside, they want to get out and there's sure. going to be so much yowling and so much noise. So sterilization, it curbs behavioral problems and you're also ensuring that your cat has a long and healthy life ahead. Yeah. I, I agree with that. I mean, I think that is the same with dogs anyway. Mm-hmm, when, you, when you bring home a dog... If you are not a breeder and you're not, you're, you don't have the knowledge or the equipment mm-hmm. or the space to be a breeder, don't even try. Yeah. You know, sterilize your dog and have a great pet. Yeah. Yep. And it's illegal right now. I mean, it's, it's unlicensed breeding. I think recently there was a case mm-hmm. and there was some prosecution. So we hope that, you know, uh, the authorities will continue in this vein to prosecute, you know, errant, uh, incorrigible Owners who don't keep their their pets indoors and who are breeding irresponsibly at home. I mean, that's that's against the law and it should definitely and be it cut should down be. on. Yes, yeah. yeah. And it, um, I've had cats, I've had dogs. Both of all, both mm-hmm. of the the pets have been sterilized. Mm-hmm. All of my pets have been sterilized. And I can honestly say it does change their personality for the better. Absolutely, yeah. it yeah. stables them. They're they're more. They're just more loving yeah. with none of the weirdness of, yes. you know, yeah. the, the teen want, who wants to get out to with get the some action. And yes. I need to get out. I need to have yeah. some fun, guys. Come yeah. on. No, none of no. that, you know. So, no. yes. And they can be, oh, I'm sorry, but Atlas right now is, is sitting on Howie's back. You, I you might have been chosen. to get in on the conversation, but it's a little hard with the cat on your back. He oh, is, no, he is oh. mewing <laughs> off in the distance as well, which is adorable. Um I have had both ways. I have had a huge house mm-hmm. where the cats had free range and mm-hmm. my neighbours didn't mind because on either side of me, my neighbours were Muslim and they loved Aww. the cats. In fact, I think my cats got really, really fat because <laughs> they'd go over to the auntie on the left and, and look all sad and hungry and get fed and then go to the auntie for, on the right at tea time to get fed again. Wow. And, and by the time dinner time came around... I'd look at this cat and go, there is no way you're hungry. Your belly's hanging on the floor. <laughs> but that was great. And I've had that. But mm-hmm. I've also had, I, I now live in a condo. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Everything is meshed. Every window is, mm-hmm. is protected. Great. And that's exactly what you're saying about birds. Because he sits out on our balcony. Yeah. Um, and he looks and, and the birds come and taunt him. Uh, I, I think they do. You know, they I, do I, it I know they do. <laughs> they definitely do. Yeah, I have like parrots outside of mine and they just squawk and my female cat, she sits there and going like, oh, I'm going to get you someday, someday. I'm going to get you, I'm going to get you. Yeah, she's, she's so annoyed by them. Yeah, no, but, but they do. They come and they stay just out of reach. And there is my cat sitting on our table out on the balcony, mm-hmm. just, you know, thinking all kinds of evil thoughts, right? <laughs> 
but he can't get to them and we yes. keep him safe because of the meshing. Yeah. Exactly. And we've had to try different kinds of meshing because he's quite a powerful cat. Mm. So the first kind of meshing, he actually tore through. Oh, dear. But okay. because, you know, we yeah. caught him in time, that was fine. Then we went for stronger meshing and we yep. went for metal meshing and we went for metal meshing. With You've the, got a the, Hercules cat. I know. Well, he is like 30 pounds. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Clearly he gets He's fed enough. Boy. He's a big yeah. boy. But, you know, it's, it's not that hard to be a responsible pet owner. No, it isn't. It, and meshing doesn't change your life that much. It's not like I, you no. know, I'm stuffy in my apartment or anything like that. Yeah. It doesn't yeah. change that much. And there's but, so many options right now. As and well, there exactly. are so many options. That's true. But one of the things that people don't realize, and although I encourage people to get to know cats, adopt them, love them, because they will love you mm-hmm. back, is vet bills. Mm. Yes, yes. Uh, that's something that um, any potential adopter definitely has to think about. Mm-hmm. You know, adopting a cat is a lifetime commitment. Some yep. cats live up to 19, 20 years old. Yes. You know, if they're lucky and they have a long and healthy life, they can live, you know, to a ripe old age. And yes. just like with humans, when you get older, things start to slow down. And break down. Things start to break down. And it's a, it's a sad reality of it. Sure. Um, but yeah, cats and, and any animal, you know, they can get really, really sick. And the bills will be astronomical as well. If so, you have to be financially ready for that sort of commitment. That's true. And, but it isn't as um, ridiculously expensive mm-hmm. as you think. And mm-hmm. now a new thing is pen insurance. Yes. I was thinking about that, actually. Pen yeah. insurance is, is something that is very, very, very valuable. Mm. You know, you don't pay a lot. No. Uh, but you are protected from some of the, the bigger things. I mean, maybe this is more uh, a thing for dogs because mm. when dogs have a, an issue, a health issue, your bills can rack up to thousands of dollars. Yeah. But I did have a cat um, who, unfortunately, we did have to put down because it was the most humane choice for him. His, his kidneys had failed. Mm. Right. Uh, but before that happened, we did incur thousands of dollars of bills yeah. on his treatment and his and all kinds of we, he needed to be attached to drips. Gosh. for a couple of days at a stretch before he could come home and be well enough to spend a few days with us and go back. And mm-hmm. and that that went on for months. And both my husband and I decided that we were just going to spend what we needed to spend right. to make him comfortable to prolong his life as long as we were sure he was all right to live in. Mm. Yeah. But once he stopped eating and, and stuff like that, then then the hard decision came into play. It is. Over Valentine's Day, um, my, my dad actually had to put his beloved cat of 14 years to sleep as well. Mm. It was, um, he said it, because my family is Catholic, he said it um, as a gift to St. Valentine, you know, let my, mm. my baby daughter go. Mm. And it was really sad because she had a really aggressive form of cancer. There yep. was a big tumor building on her head and it was the second time it came back. So the first time it was there we had the operation and right. we took it away um, but it came back and she just stopped eating and so we had to make that really sad choice to you know let her go with some dignity and let her live a, a you know live her second life uh, without mm. any pain sure yeah. and that's the thing I mean so y- you know whatever it is there is always a question of cost that you have to consider yes. they're gorgeous they're beautiful at, you know I'm, I'm looking at these two they're they're at the start of their lives they're going to have fantastic lives mm-hmm. but at some point things are going to break down they're going to get yep. older they're going to need medical care yes. and while vets don't cost as much as human doctors mm-hmm. Most of the time, mm-hmm. um, it is something that you must consider because I really, really hate it when I get a phone call. I, I used to foster both cats and dogs right. mm. uh, for, for various people and for various charities right. because I had this huge house. At one point, I had a Hungarian cavus and a, 
and a Great Dane and a, and a Rottweiler and about wow. 14 cats wow. <laughs> and birds, and, you know, because all kinds of people go, oh, you, you have the house for it. Can you, uh, can you foster this? Can you foster this? Can right. you foster this? And they were all rescuing these huge dogs and with mm-hmm. behavioral issues and everything and thinking that my house would be some kind of Noah's Ark. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't say no. But one of the things that I realized from that experience is you really want to look at the cost. Mm -hmm. And the cost is something that comes part and parcel with how much joy you get out of it. Mm -hmm. And insurance is something I didn't have 15 years ago. Right. You know, but now it is something that I can buy for my for my pets. And that ensures that they will get the medical care without it becoming a burden to me. Mm -hmm. So enjoy your your pets and and love them and and whatever, but also protect yourself. And and at least that's my message. Yeah, Yeah, I don't know if pet insurance has taken a a, a real big uh, foothold in Singapore just yet, though. Um, I've started looking into it Mm -hmm. because I do want to get it as a pet owner Mm -hmm. myself. Um, But yeah, I'm still not sure if it's something that a lot of pet owners in Singapore would consider at this point. Yeah, they should. They should, though. They and should. It absolutely makes sense. Just in the same way that you wouldn't abandon your grandparents when they get old, you're not going to abandon your cats either, or your, your, you know, your elderly dogs, or any other pets you might have. Yeah. Okay. As we as we come towards the end of our interview, one of the things that I'd like to ask is, what do you look for in a in a prospective adoptee? Hmm. Ooh. Say, I was. I, I've just fallen in love with Atlas there. Although I, I might have to fight Howie for him. <laughs> Get away! Hey, Atlas has, by the way, fallen asleep on Howie. This is adorable. Oh, I do have pictures of this. My my additional producers. <laughs> You're gonna have sore legs after this. I don't think she cares. Okay. <laughs> well, what do you look for, Eileen, in a potential doctor? Um, well, I think the first thing is that they have to be committed to take care of the cat mm-hmm. for the entirety of its lifetime. And we're talking a potential 20 20 years. years, Right. Yeah. And um, I think another very important point for me is that the cat needs to be kept strictly indoors. Mm -hmm. So like you mentioned, you did so many things uh, to ensure you have the correct meshing uh, and netting uh, suitable for your cat Mm -hmm. uh, because it, it will be a, a test and, and a, sort of like a test. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, they test you yeah, all the so, time. I mean, you, they have the ability to squeeze into the smallest of spaces. Yes. So um, really ensure that the proper netting is put in place in the home. Uh, and of course, that the entire family, not just the person who wants to adopt the mm-hmm. cat, is agreeable to having a new family member. Yeah. yeah, a lot of the times when I adopt my, my foster cats out, I'm very careful about the age of the potential mm-hmm. adopter. If yep. they're a teenager and they're still living with their parents, there is, you know, we hope that it will never come to that. But there is sometimes parents going like, no, this is this is too much responsibility. You're not you're not being responsible enough. Um, we got to give the cat up again. We got to, you know, you know, send the cat back where it came from. And you don't want um, to keep moving a cat like that. It's very stressful for them and they, yep, they bring a lot right. of anxiety to the next home after that. So we definitely do want to see adopters who are serious. But on that note, because we've been talking about so much adopting and fostering, mm-hmm. um, I read this like little quote today and I thought it was really appropriate. So for Cat Welfare Society, if you can't adopt, foster. If you can't foster, sponsor. If you can't sponsor, volunteer. Right. If you can't volunteer, donate. And if you can't donate, educate. So definitely one of the things that Cat Welfare Society wants to do is to bring education, you know, to primary school kids, secondary school kids, the adults, everyone, to get them to know that our community cats are a precious resource that we have. They brighten up our neighbourhoods. 
Has how we become the hunchback of Notre Dame? I think just so. a wee bit. Yeah. I just wanted to add, though, if you ever thought of doing it, but I am so sorry I sound quite weird because <laughs> I'm bent over double. Atlas is sitting on my back at he's this asleep, point. My yeah, he's asleep, my darling. He's asleep, too. <laughs> so if you've ever had all these um, things that you thought were concerns, oh, I have bunnies at home, I have other dogs, I have mm-hmm. uh, no one to help me out, you know, those things can be resolved one at a time, and it can happen. So get some advice, get the buy-in from your family, just do it, because that's what happened to me. For years, I wanted to foster cats, I wanted to adopt one, but I was just so afraid. I have bunnies at home, and they're all great friends now. And my mom used to say, oh, you know what, warm and small things, they scare me, but she loves them now too. (laughs) So all of those things are resolvable. Just take that first step. That is a fantastic message and one that we will end on. So I am so grateful that you ladies came in just, just to see how we in that position. <laughs> was worth it. Gee, but thanks. Thank you for bringing yourselves in here. Thank you for bringing these lovely kitties in here. And I hope we've done our small little part to put that message out there that cats can be great pets. They can be great family members. And all it takes is for us to be a little bit responsible. Exactly. And then our neighbours will be great with it too. Thank you, Cat Welfare Society, Vanessa and Eileen, for coming in. It is Money FM 89.3.